0: golf, and let me tell you why. I'm Avery Dofsick, your host, and thanks for joining me back on another episode. Today, we're going to talk about a morning routine, and I'm not just going to talk about how it can correlate to golf and affect your round. No, I'm going to talk about how it can affect your life. I'm joined with Wade and Sandy Crittides as they share their story, their morning routine, and how has it affected their life personally, their business, their marriage. They're going to cover it all, so stay tuned, but first, let's hear from Anchor. All right. So today I'm joined with Wade and Sandy Crittides to tell us about their morning routine. And it's not so directly related to golf, but I think it's important to do not only before you go golf, but on a regular basis. Would you guys agree? Absolutely. Certainly. Well, first I want to start off by you guys telling us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, how long have you guys been together, a little background. Absolutely.
1: So we live in Laguna Niguel, California. Um, we have been married for a year and a half, but we've actually known each other since we were babies. Our moms were best friends. So we've known each other for 30 years.
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah, so and we reconnected probably like as adults six years ago. I grew up on the East Coast. Sandy grew up on the West Coast. And we reconvened back out here. And um, now we, you know, we own a house in Orange County. We live and work out here together and just loving life. Awesome. Awesome.
0: So tell us a little bit about why you started practicing a morning routine.
2: Okay, great question. And I will actually coming back to, I think, I'm I'm not an avid golfer, but I do golf socially. I think a morning routine actually could improve your golf game, even though there's nothing necessarily golf related, but I think it could help. But anyways, how kind of we started was Probably five years ago, I realized I was in the rat race. I was just going to work every day, nine to five, like waiting for the weekends. And every morning I would I would snooze my alarm and wait till the last second to get up and get out of bed. And then I would put clothes on quick, grab some for out the door. And I actually took a boat to work and I would end up jogging and end up in like a sweat most times. And so I was like rushing and my morning was just full of chaos. I would even some days the boat would detach from the dock and I like jumped onto it a few days even. And so then I would get on the boat and I would check emails and just be getting texts and putting out fires like so there was no intentionality to my day. I was just managing everything coming at me and it was chaotic. I started then on the boat. I started listening to podcasts, reading books and started kind of studying what successful people did. And I realized, one, they woke up early two. They had an intentional morning routine typically to like really rather than let their day own them to own and plan their day. And so I started realizing that and we found a book called The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. And it really gave us a kind of format on how to adopt a what we call and what the book is called a miracle morning. So we just I, I think I actually started doing it first and Sandy started catching on like all right what are you doing you're waking up early i want to do this with you and we started doing it together and i will say you know we've gr- feel a lot of growth in our lives over the past few years especially together and we test we like we i must say this is a big part of that this is a big part of our growth just intentionally starting our mornings and days together and really like planning our day so that is, that's kind of how we got into it. And Sandy, you can add any there too.
1: I'll just say briefly, sometimes when your spouse tells you to do something, you resist it. (laughs) And so Wade would always be like, you should do this. You should meditate. You should this, you should that. And I'm just rolling my eyes like, yeah, right. And then I started paying closer attention to what he was doing and looking at the pattern of people that I admire, people that I look up to and really seeing that, you know, he was onto something. So um, I was later to hop on board, but that is kind of, you know, and I can relate to what he said in some ways where I'm a big believer that the first, you know, 20, 30 minutes of your morning, when you're transitioning from sleep state to awake state is so important and can really dictate the whole um, mood of your day. And um, I used to sleep with my phone right next to my bedside. As soon as I woke up, first thing I was doing on emails, on social media. And the thing about that is, you don't know what's coming at you. You don't have any control over what it, you are letting into your mind and how that mm-hmm. could um, control your mood and your day. And so, you know, we're now very intentional. We our phones charge in the bathroom or in an, in another room overnight. That's not the first thing that we allow, you know, into our mindset when we first wake up. And so that's kind of a little of our background and how we got to to being miracle morning practitioners. <laughs>
0: so a typical day in your morning what does that look like what do you how do you start so we start first of all we typically
1: wake up together mm-hmm. um it ranges but i don't know it I'd depends say on the day
2: usually in the sixes usually is our, in the sixes
1: yes the first <laughs> thing we do is we make our bed together
2: mm-hmm. because
1: we are big believers that um making your bed first thing i mean you leave the house and you have already accomplished right. something. Right. It's an
2: accomplishment. <laughs> it's a win. You start. You stack your first win for the day. You're like, oh, I made my bed. Like, check. You build momentum into your morning.
1: Yeah. So step one, make your bed. <laughs> Super the, simple.
2: The second is like, I think, a health hack. Not even a hack. It's just something everyone should be doing. When we sleep overnight, our body dehydrates. And you know, our bodies and our brains are made up mostly of water. So the first thing we do after we make our bed, it's very important to hydrate. We grab 20 to 30 ounces of water so one to two glasses and I even add a little lemon and sea salt to alkalize and add electrolytes to it but it's like an inner bath for your body and your organs and it gets your brain and your body like functioning in the water it needs to start the day so before we really even get into our morning routine those are the two things we hit on and from there we kind of follow a format of what we learned from the Miracle Morning the book and then what we've kind of just developed on our own
1: yeah and so what else uh is his name L? Sorry. Hal. How, sorry. How, Hal. Yeah. What Hal goes through, I just I'm sorry, I messed that up. What Hal goes through in the book is the life savers, is it's what he acronym, calls them. Yeah. And savers stands for silence, so prayer or meditation. A affirmations, V, visualization, E exercise, R reading and S scribing. So like writing or journaling. So we kind of go through that in our own way. So after making the bed and hydrating, the next thing we do together is we meditate. Um, We have tried several guided apps and, you know, even trying to do it on our own. um, But what we have found that we love the most, we have an app called calm. And it's just a peaceful woman's voice. She guides you through a 10 minute meditation every morning. Um, And so that's the first thing that we do. Um
2: and I 'll say too, like it, meditation can be a few things you can have you can have an app, you can focus on breath work and just take some breaths um, it, You can just sit in silence. it can be different things for different people. We've found going through a guided meditation is best and easiest, and what I've found from that it really like centers you. We are always thinking, our brains are always moving and, and just thinking all day when you can just sit in silence and try and slow down your thoughts and acknowledge your thoughts you become much more observant throughout the day much more centered and just like calm and when i we looked at people we really looked up to and successful people it was like wow a a good portion of these people meditate so we figured that was important to to do in our morning
1: there's also really great free guided app meditations you can find on like youtube so it doesn't have to be an app but that's Mm -hmm. the
0: that's the first step of the
2: lifesavers that
1: mm-hmm. we do the second. So I'm going to,
0: yeah. Can I pause you right there? Yeah. Sorry. Um, I'm someone who doesn't completely understand the whole idea of meditation because I've tried it because I've heard so many great things about it and how it's so beneficial to you. But I find myself like my thoughts are just everywhere in my head. Mm-hmm. I can't like simplify it. And I feel like, okay, is I weird or does this not work for me? <sighs> or do i like i find it kind of silly. I don't know. <laughs> Welcome to the club. <laughs> yes.
2: That is uh what most people experience. And I'll relate it to golf. Like what meditation is is it's a practice. You don't just start out and you're like, "All right, I'm amazing at this. I can slow down my brain and my thoughts." It's a practice and it take it's a daily habit and a daily kind of ritual. It's like if I were to go out to golf for the first time and and maybe take bunker shots like I'd be like oh my gosh I'm duffing this I can't get it out of this bunker like what the heck if I were to give up there like I would just be like I can't I can't do sand shots or I can't golf but as you go and you practice it more and you make it a daily routine you start to understand and it's okay for thoughts to come what it is is acknowledging it when you acknowledge a thought is there and then you work to try and release it you just become more aware of your thoughts throughout the day and it just sets you up and it like springs you into, into the day to just be observant, be aware, be centered, and, and kind of be able to take things in in a more calm way.
0: Okay. Well, that's good to know that I'm not the only one. You're in the Who suffers with yeah. severe thinking. <laughs> oh no, we both deal with that every morning. Yep.
2: I
1: find my brain goes, you know, a thousand miles per minute, yep. but it, it's only 10 minutes and it makes me realize like how, um, Sometimes my thoughts are, and how nice it is to press pause and just be like at peace with myself for a few moments before I, you know, get get going with the day.
0: All right, gotcha. Well, okay. So go on your second step. Sorry that I interrupted. No, I'm so glad (laughs) you did.
1: The second step is gratitude. We're really big on this. Um, Having an attitude of gratitude. We're big believers that what you appreciate appreciates, and so we both have a free form journal that every morning we we'll write what we're grateful for. It could be small, um, small, simple things, or it could be huge life-changing things. It doesn't matter. It's just um, getting specific. And I've had gratitude journals before where it will have you know three to five lines where it will just say, what are you grateful for? And you're just supposed to write a word or so. I find it's more beneficial to have a journal that just has open space. So you can um, just be free to really write whatever's on your heart.
2: Yeah, and some examples like, like Sandy said, it can be big or small and what you appreciate, appreciate. So it can be as small as I'm so grateful for my morning tea, cup of tea, my warm cup of tea or warm cup of coffee. Like it makes me feel warm and happy or, or let's say I'm like, Oh gosh, like I wish, you know, I'm grateful for Sandy. The more I appreciate my wife and everything she does, the more I notice it, the more I observe it and the stronger our bond and relationship is. So that is appreciating or something as big as I love ending my gratitude journal with I'm so grateful for today it's the best day ever created and there's truly nothing quite like it and I write that down every day so in the morning I start out like today's the best day I ever created I'm so grateful for it there's nothing like it and it really like helps propel you into the day now what I also like to do is appreciate things write gratitude for things you currently have but I take it beyond that and I'll write gratitude for some things that I don't have yet that that I want like maybe a dream home or a goal in your career or your you know athletics or profession or whatever it is and so start to write things that you want in the future and write them as if you already have them and express gratitude for them so gratitude is huge that's another thing we saw successful people doing is just being grateful and keeping a journal
0: then gotcha yeah I actually found an incredible app um because I saw you guys talking about this months back and I was like, that's a great idea just to, you know, do some self-reflecting and reflect into the day. So I found this app that, because I just didn't have a journal at hand and I like wanted to start. So it's kind of like what Sandy was saying, how it had like three or four lines, but it gives you a little more room. But there's so many great apps out there to take advantage of. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's
1: so, so great to have extra tools to help, you know, stay on track with the mindset. <clears> thank
0: <throat> yeah. so how long does that normally take you guys just you just do a minute gratitude yeah it takes one to a,
2: five minutes yeah
0: just a couple minutes
2: up to you um you.
0: and then
1: after that we we're big believers that readers are leaders and um you know you are what you read <laughs> so um to be honest several years ago I was not a big reader but I realized if I wanted to head in the direction I was hoping for in my career and and be an influence and a leader. Like I needed to invest in my mindset. So um we read um, 10 pages a day. Yeah. It's like what we typically commit to.
2: Probably about 20 minutes, give or take.
1: Yeah. Some days it's more, some days it's less, but it's a non-negotiable um just because it's, Wade always says it's exercise for your brain.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that.
2: Yeah. It gets the brain stimulated for the day. It's also, you know, in the morning we typically focus on a personal growth book or something developing or something we're learning, uh, where it's someone's life, life experiences and lessons they've learned, like condensed into a what, maybe five, 10 hour read, or 200 pages, I think it's so powerful. And there's so much to gain and learn from reading from other people. And it really, again, when you're reading and filling your mind with that stuff to start the day, it's, it's so it's very powerful.
0: So you do nonfiction or fiction? Yeah,
2: nonfiction or- in the morning. Some people read at night too. And I would—I usually, I don't love reading like a personal development book before I'm falling asleep. I think like <laughs> I just want my brain to kind of fall into story or go to bed. So I think people typically do fiction at night if they're reading, but in the morning, yeah, nonfiction, like a personal growth. But hey, if you're reading a great story too, that's that's all good too. Yeah,
1: gotcha. Then after reading, we go into affirmations, and these can be simple I am statements, and sometimes they are things that you already are, and sometimes they are things that maybe you aren't yet, or you don't believe that you are, or that you don't have yet, but that you're working towards that. So it can be simple statements like, I am strong, I am brave, I am a leader, I am influential, I am amazing at golf. I am. Yeah, I was
2: going to say, I am a scratch golfer.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I am an incredible wife. I am an amazing father. Whatever it is, they can be simple I am statements. Um, And it's so powerful. What your, your brain really can't, you know, differentiate between truth, like what has already happened and what is coming when you are continuously ingraining I am statements into your
2: yeah, you're you're like, you're programming your subconscious mind, basically, where, like Sandy said, your brain doesn't know, it, it'll, it'll listen to what you're telling it. So if you're always telling yourself, like, oh, man, like, I'm stressed out, or I'm sick, or I'm this, or I'm that, it'll listen to that, those negatives. And it'll, you know, your conscious will work to make that come true. It'll, on the other hand, it'll listen to the positives. I am happy, I'm healthy, I'm strong, I'm am an amazing husband, whatever it is it'll, it'll listen to that too. And it's, it's coming back to, you can say, I am for things you are already have, or things that you want. If, if you aren't a morning person, maybe you start saying, I am a morning person, or I am a scratch golfer. Now it's not just saying it, but when you say it, your subconscious brain listens and you start to work towards it. So you start to work to make those come true. Your brain's like, all right, we don't want to be a liar. My conscious is going to work towards that stuff. So it's very powerful. And, (laughs) I think ours is relative to us, but we would uh, before say. Before you say
1: that, I okay. want to say too. When I first learned about affirmations, like a year and a half ago, I thought people that did this were super weird. <laughs> like I was like, "This is like people that what believe in magic. Like what? I don't understand what the purpose of this is. I didn't really, you know, it, I couldn't fully grasp it. But it's totally changed my life. I now have sticky notes all over my mirror that have all these I am statements, and I I say them every day and. Um, you know, we're big believers in the law of attraction and just kind of um, what you're seeking is seeking you and what you put out there, um, is will often find its way to you when you're intentional about that. So yeah, affirmations are super powerful. We have a specific one that we did. Um, I mean, we, yeah, you know, I think we always do specific ones to our, our goals. Um, we can share if you want us to. I think
2: it's powerful. to hear. Yeah, it.
1: please. Okay. So this is very specific to like what we do in In our career so some of this might not make sense but this is we worked towards a really huge goal in um we're network marketing professionals and we were working towards a really huge goal promoting to the tippy top level of management and we kept going for the goal and we kept missing it and so we realized we had to be more intentional about things we had to work in a different way we had to do things together um in a way that we never had before because um in order for things to change you have to change. And so this is what we said every morning when we woke up. So I said, I am so happy and grateful
2: for my amazing life,
1: for my incredible marriage,
2: for my perfect health,
1: for my unstoppable confidence, and for the
2: abundance of time, money, and freedom in my life.
1: We are business building and sponsoring magnets.
2: People are eagerly seeking the life-changing opportunity we have to offer.
1: These people are excited to work with us and growing their businesses fast, stable, and strong the same way we have.
2: We are trifecta bonus earners.
1: We are a nation.
2: We attract the right people, resources, and opportunities. And And we we are are an executive executive national National vice Vice president President partnership Partnership with Arvon International. International. So,
1: and then we high five. So we did that five (laughs) times in a row, um, five times in a row, five times a day for months leading up to it. And now we can happily say... That we are an executive national vice president Mm -hmm. partnership with Arvon. And it's not just because of affirmations. Obviously, we paired that with a lot of action. But I think your mindset going into a big goal or going into a, what do I call it, a game of golf? Is it a game of golf? (laughs) Around. Around of golf. Around. Yeah. Your mindset going into that and what you're telling yourself is so
0: powerful. So yeah, affirmations have have been so, so Mm life-changing. So I wanna bring up that I used to think that was so like I was so above that right Mm -hmm. but then I started doing it myself so I did actually implement it into my golf and I did a podcast my first one ever I talked about you know positivity like on the first tee well fast forward to my last tournament I was just I was playing really well and at the very end I was like worried that like I would just lose it all like i would blow up and it would be over so <laughs> i literally started saying to myself before i had these like scary putts like i'm the best putter in the world
2: and I, I, loved I would say
0: it two or three times aloud and i didn't care if the people i was playing with heard me i didn't care what anyone thought i'm the best damn putter in the world <laughs> and i will make this yes. putt and like i i didn't blow it and that was the first time like i was playing very well and i didn't let it get to me and i let my you know those affirmations guide me through my success it was awesome that is amazing amazing. I love that I
1: also love doing them in my shower actually like when I'm like shaving my legs I'm always like (sighs) I am strong I am brave I am powerful like you can do affirmations anywhere like with you no one can ever say I don't have time for affirmations because you can do them while you're driving while you're folding laundry while you're making dinner um but I love that example Avery that is so funny and amazing
2: Uh, we got a couple yes. more things that we do. Yeah, so the next, the next thing is movement or exercise. And it doesn't mean going to the gym for an hour. However, it can be that. But it can be as little as five minutes of movement, maybe a walk around your neighborhood, maybe a five-minute yoga flow you see on YouTube, or even like two minutes of jumping jacks, honestly. It's something to get your cells awake, your body awake, your body energized, uh, and it can be anything in between. So for us, we might go for a walk. I might do some yoga flow stretching in the morning.
1: Wayne um, has a trampoline out on our deck. that yes. He jumps on every single morning while he's saying his affirmation. Yeah, I
2: kind of get two in one. I jump on the trampoline and say my I am affirmation. So I knock them both out for like five minutes.
1: Yep, so movement's a big one. And then the last thing that we um, focus on in the morning is visualization. And this is really powerful. Um, for me personally, I have a vision board. I make a new one probably a couple times a year. Every time my next goals or vision have come to life, I make a new one. Um, but for visualization, I will, I usually have some peaceful music playing in the background and I look at my vision board and I literally visualize what will it feel like when X, Y, Z happens? What, who will be with me? What will I be wearing? What does it smell like? What does it feel like? What does it taste like? Like just getting all the senses and emotions engage and it only takes a minute or so, but it's really intentionally just looking at it and imagining and feeling like it's almost like acting as if like feeling as if these dreams and goals have already come to life. And it's so powerful. Like I look back at vision boards, um, that I've made over the past five years and I I hold on to all of them and pretty much everything on there has come true. Things that I thought would take maybe,
0: I don't know, years and
1: years and years, for them to come to life. And it's pretty amazing when you put it out there and when you affirm it and when you believe for it, how, um, you know, the universe, God, whatever you, whatever you believe in conspires in your favor and, mm-hmm. and makes, and makes it come off of the paper and into reality.
2: And I'll say too, this isn't just something like we saw in a book and started doing in vision boards. Like this is something that I think all high level pro athletes use and they might use it in a different way. They might not do it during their morning routine. But people like Tiger Woods or Michael Jordan or Kobe Bryant or Muhammad Ali, like they are famous for using visualization. Like Tiger Woods, I'm sure of it, visualized winning the Masters before he ever did it. Visualize the putt on 18 or the drive on 16 or what, whatever it is. Like These are things they've run through in their head thousands of times. And now they've also went out and practiced it. But they see it in their mind before it even comes to life. It's the same thing Muhammad Ali is famous for, was famous for calling out the round he was going to knock his opponent out in. And that wasn't by chance. It's because he fought the fight in his mind hundreds or thousands of times before it happened. So when he was there in actually in the fight, he's like, I've already been here. I've already done this. I've already taken that punch. I've already delivered that blow. And he would knock them out in the round that he called. Same thing with Michael Jordan or Kobe Bryant. When they would hit the game winners, like I've done it. I've hit that shot in my mind a thousand times and in the gym a hundred times or whatever it is. So visualization is, is big in the, in the athletics world, especially at the high level. So yeah, that's, I couldn't agree with you more.
1: Isn't that amazing? I love that analogy and that's it. It sounds like a lot. It's eight things that we do. Do you want me to like recap it really quick?
0: Um. Yeah, do a little recap. And how long does this normally take you guys?
1: So it depends. You can do all this in 20 minutes or you could take your time and do it in an hour or an hour and a half. I would say for us, we probably are somewhere in between. I would say anywhere between 40 minutes to an hour is typically what we do. And so, um, you know, when people, si- if sometimes when we talk to people about this, they're like, I don't have time for this. I'm not a morning person. We're like, well, wake up an hour earlier than you normally would. Or even 30 minutes earlier and let's be honest the hardest part is the first five minutes of waking up earlier Mm -hmm. but then you get over it so the eight steps are make your bed hydrate meditate gratitude journal read affirmations movement and visualization and you could spend a couple minutes on each of those Mm -hmm. if you don't have a lot of time and still Leave your front door in the morning and feel like you're owning your day.
2: Yeah, right? the benefits of it are it just propels you into your day rather than waking up and just managing everything, managing your day. Because when you start managing your day and everything coming at you, you're then managing your week, your month, your year, your life. And you're like, gosh, where did everything go? I'm just responding to things. When you're intentional and you wake up, maybe you wake up a little earlier than you usually do. And you're intentional about your morning, you're going to like feel really good by the end of this. And you're then going to be able to intentionally go about your day. Maybe after your morning, you plan your day like, all right, this is what I want to accomplish. And, you know, obviously we have to put out fires day in, day out, but you are better equipped to and you just you start your day intentionally.
0: I couldn't agree more. And especially the whole visualization thing is such a key thing. In my life alone, and especially in my golf life, like you visualize everything. Mm-hmm. You want to know exactly where you want to put stuff. And it's such just, you have to convince yourself to believe. Yep. And clearly you guys are getting pretty good at that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Avery. I hope this was kind of
1: like your vision and and we <laughs> followed through on our part and this inspires
0: people. No, definitely. You guys did amazing. Thank you guys so much for hopping on this. Thank yes, you for
2: being...
1: We're this is the first per- podcast Wade and I have ever been on together so yes. thank you.
0: <laughs> Love that. Well, thank you so much for tuning in and we will talk later. All right. Well, I hope that was beneficial to you in some sort of way. And if you can take just a couple things they do in their morning routine and apply it to your own life, I don't think it can hurt. And if it is beneficial to you in some way, please let me know. You can find me on Instagram or basically any social media at Avery underscore Dovsek. That's A-V-E-R-E-E underscore D-O-V-S-E-K. Thank you for tuning in on another great episode of Why You Suck at Golf. Stay tuned for more.